Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right, and we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Supermama Sisterhood. Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista, and it was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. Ah! I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Risa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted. And he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super Mamas! Hi, Super Mamas. This is Bricia. And yes, I am back. And this week in the show, we have Anna, founder of Chacha Covers, who is going to drop knowledge on not only her business, but just life lessons, homeschooling, co-parenting. I'll also share a little bit of my Oaxaca trip and tell you guys a little bit about our soccer clinic with McDonald's. I'm so happy to be back and enjoy the show. I we're back. We're finally back to our normal. You are back. I've been program. here. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who have me- people who have messaged me asking me to come back to the show. <laughs> Thanks for all those thousands of emails I received. Thanks for cha- for signing that petition to bring Brisa back into the show. I really appreciate it. I was filled with love. I was surprised to see <laughs> how many how people much, missed you. How much people missed me and Team my no voice. Heart. Team all, no heart. All, all the way. girls. All my heartless ladies, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It does not go unnoticed. <laughs> How is Mexico? Mexico was great. Yeah? Great, great, great. It was so good. I had such a great time. I traveled with the baby. By the way, Volaris has a flight directly from LAX to Oaxaca now. Every shout out Wednesday. to Volaris. <laughs> Low-key shout out to Volaris. Um, they have it's four hour flight direct from LAX to Oaxaca, only That's four how my hours. Kids are going. So I was very happy about that because I was having anxiety about having to have a layover because a layover and with a kid I couldn't even imagine. So <laughs> it was it was really really it was easy. I gave them I gave him one milligram pill of melatonin, mm. and he passed out as soon as we got to the plane. He woke up like the last hour and a half and we watched Toy Story together which is like now his like new favorite movie and listening to Billy Idol the, have I told you my kids <laughs> I obsession heard with Billy Idol I heard from and, and Elton John it's like way too crazy <laughs> like he knows songs names he knows the songs lyrics that's crazy like he's like mom eyes without a face or face without eyes I don't even know the name of the songs so I don't even know who Billy Idol was I'm putting I don't my even child. know who that is how did he put his dad? His dad, but put, his dad put it on. His dad puts on a bunch of music all the time. So I don't know how he just like, like just grabbed himself to Billy Idol and like that's all he wants to listen to. He was like, "Mommy, I want to listen to Rebel Yell. <laughs> Mom, I want to listen to Ice Without a Face. Mom, and like he knows it's so crazy. I'm like, how, how, out of where, how, how does that? You know what's funny that he actually knows the titles of the songs because my kids named the songs based on the lyrics. Oh. So like let's say they like a song they're like can you please put please get up again or like what you know the first words of the of the song and like your son knows the title. Yes, he which knows is crazy. The, he knows the titles. <laughs> like dancing with myself mom that's his jam. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's cute. But anyway, um yeah, it was really fun. The baby stayed in 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 Mitla with with you know mom, mom and, dad. and dad. It was really cool. I went to Mexico City, dude. Mexico City's air quality is really bad. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> we were with a crew there, and they were locals, and they were like, "Did you know that living in Mexico City is like 
the you ear you like you breathe the air here for a day and it's like smoking four cigarettes. I'm well, like, that's why what? They ha- yeah, that's why they have like, a what? program of like certain cars don't circulate or don't you know every day because it's just so crazy how much. Yeah, the like, pollution is crazy. Oh, yeah, it's oh, super no. crazy. I used to live there like many many years, so that's when I aged the most. I, I I mean I aged a lot in those two days. Like my I could skin, see, I could see you. You look no, like kind of like I came back. I came back. My skin was so dehydrated. Yeah. Was, I even took a picture because I was like, I can't believe how dry my skin got just in mm-hmm. two weeks. And then the girl, another girl, was like, Well, it's also the water because the water you shower with here in Mexico City has a lot of Clorox on it. And I was like, What? I was like, Are you guys lying to me? But I don't know if they were lying or not, but. But I but Mexico City is a beautiful city. Oh my god, it was incredible. Oh, believe me. I mean, the food there was insane. Yeah, and the city, it's like it's like a metropolis. I mean, it's it's oh no, it's it's incredible. It's beautiful. FYI, though, like beautiful, but like zero diversity because all you see is Mexicans. I'm like, dude, that's so crazy. That's all (laughs) I see here. That's why I love LA so much. I mean, LA is one of the few cities that is like so diverse. I guess, but you know, I mean, you will live in LA. Come on, I know we live in like on our LA bubble. (laughs) You're like, where's the diversity at? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, where's like you know, where's the rainbow at? Where people come from Mexico, so they're like, oh my god, look at all these faces. Like, there's different people in LA. That's why people are so amazed with LA because it's just so diverse. But yeah, I mean, That's what it's I like, love LA. well, no, I guess because in Oaxaca, there's a lot of diversity, too. Yeah, there's like indigenous diversity. You know, there's mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot. But Mexico City is just straight up just like Mexican, Mexican. There's <laughs> diversity as far as, as far as like social social scales. Let's but. not get into that conversation <laughs> right now. Let's move on to what we're going to do today. Paulina. Well, aside from the interview that we have today, we're actually heading out to the Step Hub Center in. Yay! Carson with our kids. For all of you guys listening early on the day, check out our Snapchat story. Mm-hmm. Snap, not Snapchat. Check out our Instagram <laughs> stories where we're going to be posting. We're going to be snapping. Snapping on Instagram. <laughs> we're going to take eight moms with us Yay. to a soccer clinic hosted a, to a soccer clinic. <laughs> What's wrong with me today? You're still back in Mexico. Maybe. Come back, please. Come back. Please. Please. <laughs> please Bricia, come back to us we are hosting a soccer clinic with mcdonald's yes. uh, which is the official quick service restaurant of the, of the international champions cup you know who's so excited my husband i know right right wait, wait, no, all the mom's husbands <laughs> yeah it's so crazy they're like sure sure let's go let's take the kids sure whatever but i want to go for real like my husband's like please please let me is it really that one i'm like yeah real madrid manchester united all these like crazy talented team from Europe are coming and playing here in the United States United States <laughs> what the hell uh, and that's like a like a treat because you don't really get to see that qual I mean that high level of players of soccer yeah like, you know? and yeah so, so it's like sort of like a way to say thank you to customers who love soccer soccer <laughs> Uh, for the customers who love soccer, so- soccer, <laughs> soccer, soccer. I need to go back to. I need to like. I need to read out loud. <laughs> soccer to customers who love soccer. soccer. There it is. Um, but today we're actually gonna go to a soccer clinic for the kids with none other than Jared Borghetti. Now, I know. all of you Latina Mexican ladies who grew up watching soccer or parents started watching soccer you know who Borghetti is yes like Borghetti was dude I was like in love with Borghetti you were I was yes he was like well duh Jorge Campos (laughs) is a given Jorge Campos is a national hero okay there should be a statue of him but Borghetti was like, was he was a captain? Wasn't he, he was. a captain for the national team? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, when I told my husband, he told me that his favorite goal against what team? He was like, fue en la final con Italia, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, and, and Buffon was like the best, you know, the best goalie. And Borghetti, you know, did a hit, a kick in the back. He remembers every detail of that. So I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. So I was like, that is really exciting. And we're going to get to see somebody like that. And like the kids are going to get to play with him. I know. Right? You know, my kid has had this, like he's two and change now right like Mm -hmm. two and two months three months i don't know whatever two and two months and he has this like fascination with soccer now (laughs) and to watch him play soccer and like just be so happy i it's i love that's what we do in the weekends i mean you know soccer is such an important part of the latino culture 
and you know yeah. you know regardless. actually the world culture the I world think culture like, yeah the world but culture. more more like the latin like the you know mexico mexico that's all there is like all year long there's soccer yeah you know there's just like soccer here everywhere it's the main sport so like like my husband grew up with it we grew up with it so now our, our kids are growing up with it like looking at dad watching the games and getting crazy because my husband gets really crazy with the games oh i was like our dad i was like our dad never watched <laughs> no games. my kids oh okay and my husband gets really crazy with the games like he yells and curses at the tv and like throws things and you know he gets really crazy so the kids are like mommy is daddy watching his soccer game right now i'm like yep that, that's what he's doing so they're like they're excited about going they were like are we gonna get to play and i was like yeah you guys are gonna get to play I'm like daddy i'm like uh, sure sure why not <laughs> see my husband doesn't watch sports like at all so like actually going to see a game is really exciting for me because yeah. that's like the only time I, my baby's gonna be able to like watch a sport because my husband never watches sports on tv so hence his billy idol like fascination because <laughs> all my husband does is like, dancing listen with to, myself listen to music and like watch movies right so and it's also like so good because they're able to stay active so young yeah you know it's and very like, important yeah so thank very, you mcdonald's thank you mickey d's thanks mcdonald's and check out you guys you should check out our insta story but also like if you get if you guys are local get your tickets and go to the game tomorrow it's yes. gonna be really cool this, uh where is it's it? gonna be at the coliseum, at the coliseum. Yeah, Manchester United. Stop at my house. Say hi. I'll be there though. But we'll Man have the after party at my house. Manchester United versus Real, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. I don't know. El Real Madrid. El, el Real Madrid. A la Madrid. Whatever. It's contra Manchester United. Hey, that's a sin, Bricia. When we talk to a man and you say Real Madrid, they're gonna be like, "What? El Real Madrid. A la Madrid." <laughs> I swear. To certain men, if you talk to my husband, he'd be like, "Who?" <laughs> The what? The what? Oh my god! But anyway, what, check out our Insta story, and also well, we'll actually be posting pictures mm -hmm. on our website, so superamas.la. And I missed you, moms. Like I feel like a part of me has been like not there fully. I was getting anxiety because I was like, oh, like I hope that moms haven't forgotten about me. They kind of did. They kind of did. No. <laughs> Hello. The petition was out there. Like come back. All the thousands of signatures. I know. Well, today we have an incredible, incredible show with you, ladies. We have Ana Guajardo from Cha Cha Covers. Uh, I think we. Po I don't know if I. I posted a picture. I think of both my of nails. us posted a picture of our nails. These are the bomb. Seriously. So <laughs> she is the owner and creator of Cha Cha Covers, which is a nail wrap. Um, company company you can buy like super cool cheeky designs that you can just put on your from nail everything from they have billy idol i hope you know if they have billy idol <laughs> i'm gonna put them on my nail from billy idol to el chapo to loteria to nopales to dollar bills you can candy. pretty much anything, anything on your and actually nails. i think she customizes them for you too if you want her to uh she could do a design for you so i love her story i love everything that she talked about i, I mean the, the thing that i found very interesting was like the one the co-parenting mm -hmm. and two the homeschooling because we've talked about that before and i think those are those are stuff that we we're, we should like dive into deeply uh because those are very interesting topics yeah and this is what i love about i think super is that they come in and talk about something they created like chacha -cha covers and we end up talking about just like their motherhood you yeah know what I mean? their life and to see just how like that one common thread of us that we're women, we're, you know, hustling, we're doing whatever we are, but at the core of it all, we're all moms trying to yeah. understand each other and mm -hmm. we're all moms here trying to support each other. So it's really dope. So yeah. I hope you guys enjoy our interview <laughs> with Ana Guajardo of Chacha Covers. Hello, Ana. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so happy that you're here today. Yeah, I'm like... We're, distracted looking yeah, at all these covers. we are um we are like drooling over your nail art covers what do you what, <laughs> what what's the official what's like the the correct way of saying are they nail stickers nail art nail, nail decals oh okay nail they're decals. nail decals or nail wraps nail wraps yeah. okay so ana guajardo it is the owner and founder of chacha covers mm -hmm. which are nail wraps nail art nail decals <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> how long have you been doing this and how did you get started Let's talk about your business first and then we'll talk about your babies. <laughs> okay. 
They're both babies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This baby. Yeah, I feel like I have three babies right now in my business. Actually, four, right? My partner, my business, and my children. But, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, so I started in 2012. So my business is five years old. And um, it was the spring of 2012. And I started, um, I wasn't necessarily, I'm not really somebody who's really into beauty products or really into beauty in general. Um, I don't even do my nails much, to be honest. I was just looking at your nails. <laughs> at my bare nails, I know. <laughs> so, but... Um, I was expecting you to have cloths. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I have babies, so that yeah, would be it's antithetical to child rearing <laughs> sometimes. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I started in 2012, and I'm somebody who's always been entrepreneurial, and I'm always looking for ways to, you know, bring like Latino flavor to products that are on the market um, and just to, you know, to celebrate my culture. And so I was um, actually watching some, a YouTube video. I was, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. I went down the rabbit hole uh, with my, <laughs> with my, my daughter who at the time was five and I wanted to paint her nails. So I was looking for a tutorial video. Oh, okay. And so next thing you know, down the rabbit hole, I find this girl who's showing how to make what are called water slide decals. So that's what these are. These aren't, they're not stickers. They're called water slides and people in the industry, you know, pretty much know what these are. But basically, they are decals that you you cut them out, you dip them in water, and they slide off the backing, and you put them on with some some top coat, or you can put them on under gel, or you can put them on with acrylic. So they're very versatile versus stickers, which are mm. a little bit tougher to sort of mold onto the nail, and um, they're just they're just a different quality and kind of a different feel. And mm. I think you know they last longer, and uh, mine are. I think very good quality. So, um, but anyway, so this girl was showing how to make them. And next thing you know, like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, can you imagine this with like the Virgen de Guadalupe or images of, you know, Papel Picado or Day of the Dead? And at that time in 2012, there really wasn't a lot of you, you just didn't see that in the market that nail yeah. stickers and nail art was definitely on in a, you know, going through a boom, but there was nothing available like that. Only like leopard print or, right. you know, yeah. things like that. Very commercial, general. very general. Yeah. So, um, so I thought, you know, let me, let me try this girl's formula and I did and it actually didn't work. So, <laughs> but anyway, after a lot of trying and figuring it out, I came up with Cha Cha covers and came up with like my first, I would say like four designs by the spring and um, and then just from there, a lot of social media feedback, people were freaking out. Like, how did you do that? How did you get the virgin on your nail? You know, yeah. people just freaking out. So it just, it prompted me to really go for it and keep going. So. At what point did you decide to quit your, you know, regular nine to five job and take it on this full time? Um, so I actually, you know, I kind of maintained uh, a little bit of a parallel career up until very recently. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a point. And so just so people know, like I studied art history and museum studies and my interest is in curation and in art history. So kind of goes hand in hand with what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I like to deal with iconography and images. Um, But, uh, but I was kind of, I was like finishing school and I was like at the point where I was getting ready to take on a full-time job and it was kind of, you know, still a little bit of the recession was lingering. So this was 2012 again. Um, and my daughter was turning five. My daughter turned five and was about to go into kindergarten. And I remember I got a full time job and it paid pretty miserable. Arts administration doesn't pay very much right now. Um, so I, got, I was in the, I was sitting there at my desk and my daughter was going to start school in like three weeks. And so I asked my new boss, you know, is there any way I could come in late uh, on or early on her first day of school and leave early so I can pick her up early mm-hmm. because it's her first day of kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> you right, know, yeah. my heart, deal. yeah, my heart was like breaking. And, uh, and she was like, no, if I make this exception for you, then, you know, I'm gonna, you're gonna ask for more and blah, blah, blah. And it was just, this is an office of like, three of us. I mean, it wasn't, you know, <laughs> and, it, and, and so anyway, long story short, I just kind of, you know, I kind of was like, okay, so this is kind of how it's going to be now. Like, you know, my life is like going to be relegated <laughs> yeah. to this. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, this is like, you know, when I had come up with these designs and I started my Etsy store at the time and 
literally like the like two weeks before I started this job, I people were discovering my product, and I was at work, and my phone was just going cha-ching, like cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching with the sales, right? And yeah. I was literally making more more in a day on Etsy than sitting in this office job. And so I just thought to myself, you know what, I it's not worth it, you know, missing my daughter's like first day of school Life, and, you know, yeah. and this is going to be the way it's going to be. She's going to be in this after school program. And, you know, I'm, I know... I think, you know, everyone has to weigh what right. makes sense for them. But for me at that time, it didn't make sense. And I saw I saw that there could be another way. So I kind of I took that risk, but at the same time, maintained some part time work in a museum at that time. And then, you know, fast forward now, I had a baby uh, last July. I kind of completed some projects at that museum and decided to not take on any more contract work at least not for a few years, you know, in that in that part of my career and just focus uh, on being home with my daughters. So that's where I am now. That's incredible. That's so cool. I read your, you have a blog post on your website about mm-hmm. that. And I really like something that you highlighted. And, you know, you were describing your situation and you said something very, we always discuss here, like, no matter what decision you take, everybody judges you. Yeah. And then you said, oh, yeah. leave us alone. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> just leave us alone. Whatever decision you take that works for you is what works for you. It might not work for the next person. Yeah. But just, you know, leave, like, stop judging other people, you know, for whatever decision they want to take. And you were very brave to take the decision and just say, I'm just going to stay home with my kids, you know? Yeah. And I mean, just because I'm home with them, I tell people I'm not a stay at home mom. I'm just a mom with a flex schedule because I'm still working and I'm an earner. You know, I'm a I'm I'm a pretty substantial earner in my household. So uh, it's not like so basically a lot of times people do see me kind of divided, you know, like, oh, I'm taking on all these projects and I'm up late or around the clock or you know or I get to meetings and I'm a little bit overwhelmed or sometimes I bring my kids to meetings you know I have to do what I have to do right Mm now so yeah people can get judgy you know about no matter what you do they get judgy but the reality is I don't know a mom that's not stressed out whether Mm -hmm. they have (laughs) full-time childcare or they have to lug their kids to a meeting or whatever it is you know this is to me just like the reality of being like a 21st century mom right now you know I um I mean, I'm sure there's some moms that just get to fully just give to mothering a thousand percent, you know, and even if I was afforded that, I don't know that I would because I'm, I have, you know, a very strong drive to create and to, right. you know, innovate and just always be working on stuff. I just, I don't, I don't stop. And I, I, my children are just a part of that journey for me. They don't, I, you know, a lot of people say, I want to do this, this, this before I have children. Like I want to travel or I want to do this. I'm like, you know, just because you have children doesn't mean you stop traveling. Now yeah. your traveling looks a little different and it might be even more exciting, you know, for all, for all you know, it is different. Yeah. And speaking of traveling, you are going to embark on a new life change coming up soon, right? Yes. So your family lives in Texas. That's right. And you travel to Texas about three times a year, you were telling me. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to be pulling your I'm pulling your kid but you're going to switch to homeschool yeah for your nine-year-old mm-hmm. and you're going to be kind of having this dual life between Texas and LA right yeah so that's exciting is... that's like my dream for Oaxaca <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> by right? the way I mean to me I, it makes a whole lot of sense there's a lot going on with that right there's a few things going on with it um one I, yeah I'm switching to homeschooling and my plan is just to do this uh through high school and then allowing her to graduate in a high school, I'm a little bit in a way like experimenting with her um, education because I think I can because she's very motivated. My daughter, she's mm-hmm. she's turning 10 and going into fifth grade. So she's very motivated. I see her in her classroom as, you know, one of the students who kind of sits and waits for people to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I recommend this for just anyone just because you want to travel and be flexible. I think your child also has to sort of ma- it has to make sense for your child. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've seen I'm seeing it make sense for her. Um, also, junior high were like the worst years of okay. my life. Yes. Okay. So like, <laughs> if I'm t- able to skip one period of my life, exactly, it would be junior high. And like, it was a horrible time <laughs> where like I learned stuff. It's not like I grew stronger. No. It was just horrible time. So yeah. you are so like on the same page with me about this because some people do tell me like, oh, but you know, maybe socially, maybe it's necessary for your growth. And I'm like, no. you know what? If anything, <laughs> I'm yeah. just healing from <laughs> from what happened in those yeah. years. Like what 
happens. So like there's a there's actually a whole um, this American Life episode oh, on really? middle school. Oh and yeah, how, I did it. I, I and heard it. And and how, to that. Yes, and how is pretty much like the worst not time. necessary. <laughs> like like they should just send kids off to work like in a farm during those years or something. <laughs> just because it's a time when like social you know social pressures, um, criticism, yeah. self conscious. Like there's just like a lot of yuckiness that happens socially and and it's also like totally they're, they're changing their bodies are changing. Their body chemically, yes. Yeah, it's chemically is, you know, pretty much equal to like toddler Mm -hmm. changes. And so, so you have all that happening. And I'm not saying that there's no way that we're going to stop that by homeschooling. But I think we can re kind of redirect that energy and maybe do something productive and amazing with it. That's, that's kind of like how I'm going to go into. I love your thinking. I love how proactive you're being about that. Because what better way to give them travel experience during that time of like that spurt growth, right? Okay, yeah. And like more of a worldly view and people totally. are different. You're not just living in LA. There's other places. And I am going to do that for yeah, my right. child. It's, you know what? Because well, my child is five and she started she started a very early signs of bullying in, in her, you know, in her group. Oh, yes. And I'm like, she's only five. It's not going to get any better. You right. know what I mean? So now that you were telling me, I'm like, yeah, I should totally do that too. <laughs> yeah. Go to Oaxaca and come here. Go to Oaxaca and come here. And, and LA is like, you know, we live in Los Angeles. It's a completely amazing resource educationally. Yeah. There's so much here. And so for me, I'm like, I think, you know, I'm I'm excited to see what this does for her. It is going to take, you know, a lot of like discipline and further organization on my part to mm-hmm. make sure because I, I mean, I'm not her sole teacher. She actually gets the teacher through the homeschool charter that we're mm-hmm. applying to. So it's not like I'm like a sole um, teacher. I'm more her support. Oh, and um, there's like online curriculum, there's weekly meetups, and there's a lot of um, um field trips right so so i mean i wouldn't do this without that kind of support mm-hmm. uh and That's interesting. yeah because i don't feel completely like competent to be her teacher is that is that like uh, is that program does it have a name or something this, that we can share with our listeners yeah so the, the one we we're applying to is called inspire schools inspire but there's schools. a lot of like there's a lot of these out there it's that you free, can look up correct? they're free and they also give you um what are called enrichment funds mm-hmm. for things like uh, you know curriculum for classes uh like if she wants to take music or dance classes for museum memberships for all kinds of things it's kind of amazing and you know i'm a big supporter and also with what i heard about that because i kind of looked into that for a second um they also give you specified curriculum to your child's needs correct yeah it's tailored to each kid yeah, so you have a teacher um, assigned to you, and then you kind of, you can discuss with them, you know, kind of what direction you want to take. And and these are non secular. I know there's also you know religious reasons that people do this, but you can mm-hmm. find non secular programs that are. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, secular programs, right? Is that you're <laughs> so asking the wrong non religious? <laughs> non religious. It's, okay. it's not no yeah, religious yeah. affiliation. So um, yeah, so yeah, you kind of can customize. So you know. Um, my child is like is loves art and is very strong in science, so we're gonna do some steam, you know, kind of related curriculum. Um, so again, this is all brand new to me. Like literally, wow. this month I just got, or actually this week I got a whole like long email that I have to sit with. That's you know about again about the curriculum, about like expectations, how to sign in and out, how to report to the teacher. So all of this stuff I have to figure out. So you're starting like. It starts in the fall. Yeah. So it starts in August. Is she excited? She's very excited. So again, that's the other thing is I introduced it to her and I allowed her, you know, a lot of time, like at least two, three months. It kept checking in with her. You know, do you want to do this? Are you are you interested in this? Is this something? And then showing her brochures, showing her. We watch some YouTube videos about like homeschool kids. They talk about like how their day goes and you know how what? they. Yeah, there's all kinds of you know there's stuff. Everything, Girl, everything you on YouTube. You and YouTube are tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, so a big part of this decision was to be able to be in Texas more and, you know, be with family, you know, my, my grandmother's aging, my mother's aging, um, the baby, I want to be connected to everyone there. And so this, and and this was a time I knew I was going to take at the very least three years out of my life to be with my daughter at home Mm -hmm. with the, with the new baby. And so I'm like, well, I'm home. I'm doing this, you know, and, you know, 
This is honestly like a dream come true for me that I didn't want to admit was a dream of mine. I think I didn't <laughs> want to admit it to myself because I really wanted it, but I was like, I don't, I don't know if. I, I feel like there's a little bit of a stigma around like homeschooling. Like yeah. people, people are always, you know, I tell it's them. New. Yeah. And they kind of look at me like, oh, like, why would you know. do that? You know, it's so you weird. Know? The, the girls we've had on the show, we've had several, several homeschoolers. Homeschool. Yeah. And like, it becomes normalized. It awesome. It, it, <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. It, I think the more you talk to people and you demystify a lot of like, old ideas of the way homeschooling used to be it, it you can you know it's it, it should be normalized you know because it's so different now it's very different now and i think before people thought like you just yank your kids out of school and like you teach them in a bubble and they have no social skills and you know <laughs> like i don't know so but that's not honestly all the all the women you know actually it was somebody on on instagram that i follow um her name is Watermelon Egg Rolls. That's uh-huh. her. That's her. Um, yeah. So she's a homeschooler. and She's the person who inspired me because I love the way, again, the way she lives her lifestyle with her daughters. So, yeah. it's that's um, Because you can cook. One of our other guests, Alisa Delicias, was telling me that, you know, it's like cooking, that becomes a curriculum. And yes. she loves to cook and her kid loves to bake. Right. So it's like, okay, you learn math through doing things. Yeah. Which I think it's incredible. And it's. And it's amazing. Yeah, like that in experiential learning and definitely hands-on learning. You know, my daughter's very receptive to that. I think there's so many hours in the classroom that could be used so differently. Mm-hmm. Just so many ways to learn, so many different ways to learn, you know. And it's free. It's free, yeah. <laughs> I mean, put your mama labor into it for sure, but yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that would be cool. My, I would bring my kid to the restaurant and have like full-on business curriculum here. I like the idea of missing out on junior high because again it's not like you're protecting them from the real world but junior high isn't a real world no like and again it's not like we grow stronger from from junior high like you know what I mean it's like a little like yeah yeah, it's I mean some people do and then some people it sort of shreds people a little bit I um that that actually is a huge huge part of why that's why I can't wear shorts yeah because when I was in junior high I would you have no idea how much how much I got made off of my legs. Wow. Like to this day, <laughs> I can't wear shorts because wow. of junior high. Can you imagine if I would have been homeschooled? I had, <laughs> I, I had like, I had like <laughs> most of my friends are male because of junior high. Because I had I had to have male friends to protect me because all the girls wanted to beat me up. Yeah, just because, just because. Like it was yeah. horrible. Just because you have big boobies and they did it. <laughs> I did. I had I had a very bad ex- social experiences. Actually, I had you know I I had a big group of friends and then I lost all my friends. Everyone turned on me. Like kind of a classic Mean Girls thing yeah, happened, that's what to, happened me. to me too. Huge, you know. And it really did shape my life. I would say you know up into like my, my probably into my early thirties when I finally let that stuff go. <laughs> But yeah, like, I mean, for my daughter, my daughter is beautiful. She's mixed race. She has like froey curls. You know, I just don't want anyone to like, you know, I mean, right mm-hmm. now everyone thinks she's so she's so pretty and there's and they're like they're they're fascinated pretty about her hair. But I know at some point, you know, that something about the way she looks, she's different, you know, yeah. and something about that that could that could become a point, you know, of, of uh, attack or criticism. And I'm not saying that's never going to happen to her, but if she, I feel like if she does skip that, she's that point, too, you yeah, like tools. I'm there building her up, you yeah. know, building her up, redirecting her energy, building up her self-confidence. She's already re- recording YouTube videos and self-editing them. I didn't teach her a thing. She taught herself to do all that. So she's like very motivated to do things. So I'm, you know, I just really want to push her to use her time on those projects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that social stuff is such a, it's just such a like, such a, downer yeah. <laughs> we don't, I don't need that yeah, I'm like telling the, you my, my daughter's five and she's already starting to experience that at five years old yeah like, I like crazy. the word that you use a redirect energy yeah. I think that's beautiful I also wanted to kind of redirect in conversation to something else that I read about you it's that you co-parented your nine-year-old um for a while I yeah. know you guys are back together now but for a bit yeah um I think it's a really interesting, you know, part of my life story It's something almost like a badge of honor that I feel that I hold, you know, is that I've been a single mom. I uh, my partner and I split up when she was 18 months and didn't really reconcile until she was almost six. Mm -hmm. And um, so in those years, you made him suffer, huh? (laughs) 
<laughs> you're like, dang, oh, you are not coming back for a long time. <laughs> it's so complicated, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> relationships are so complicated. Relationships are hard work. Yes. 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 Um, you know, but I think the beautiful thing um, about that journey really I think is it just it showed me that like my strength and as a mother you know and I think like anyone who may be going through a breakup and be facing single motherhood uh, it's not the end of the world you know it's just not like you you will be okay and you may even be better and <laughs> likely will be better and triumphant you know and honestly my business came out of that breakup so wow. yeah so when we when we split up um it was a very transitional time for me because i was i was um finishing school and like i said i was looking for a job mm-hmm. you know and there was a lot of like question marks and it just it that I think that period of my life really pushed me to push myself. And so, um, and so, yeah, we did co-parent, you know, for all those years. And I think, you know, it also made me respect him a lot more as well because of the way we co-parented very organically. We didn't have um, like a 50-50 schedule or anything like that. We, we always kind of worked around my daughter's needs. And as she was growing, her needs would change, right? So when she was first the baby, obviously her needs were a lot different. She was still nursing. Right. And slowly she becomes more independent. She's able to spend the night with him more. Um, but then, you know, we also respected each other's sort of personal and social lives. So um, I'm somebody who loves to dance. I'm somebody who is very social. And being social is also a big part of my business. And he was always really supportive of that. He would come and watch her at my house and, you know, not not interrupt her week or things like that, like being very flexible. So I think, you know, co-parenting is it's an art. It's a constant process of negotiation. And if you do it successfully, you know, it, it's ultimately, it's really just about the children, right. you know, and that's how, and that's how we worked. And I think this is why we were able to come back together because that level of sort of respect and focus on, on my daughter, uh, um, that was, you know, that, that said a lot about us. And then we got back together and we had another baby <laughs> nine years later. <laughs> Oh my god. I know girl. <laughs> That's an incredible story. Yeah. We're kind of crazy that way. And then our babies are born on the same day. So really? like, yeah. So birth- same like, birthday, right? We yeah, we just it was meant to be. It would be sort of like you guys found each other at one point in your lives and had that experience and now it's like you refound yourselves at this point in your life. Yeah. And we're now are having a separate relationship, almost like two different people met each other, but the souls yeah. are the same. Yeah, we're definitely diff- we're very different, you know, and we've always we've always had like an amazing connection and I'm not going to lie, it's not always easy still, you know. So I I don't ever take for granted my relationship. I don't think like it's just going to be there forever, but um and I'm always I'm I'm also I'm just so open to the journey, you know, whether this does work out or not. I'm always kind of open to it because yeah. honestly, like I j- life has life has showed me a lot of interesting you know twists and turns and the one thing I am the most comfortable with in life right now is change ultimately like I actually I embrace and enjoy change because I think it just it it constantly teaches me new lessons and I feel like I just I'm becoming better and better I'm I'm 40 and this is already you know one of my favorite years (laughs) so 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 I just kind of keep I just kind of keep accepting the blessings but um, that's beautiful. That's, yeah, that's really beautiful because I think a lot of people. I think it also comes with age. Like as you get older, and you look at life. You start looking at life differently. I think when you're like in your twenties, change is something very scary. Yeah. Then in your thirties, you're like, okay, well, you know, let's go with it. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, I love change. Right. But it takes time to get there. Yeah. And I think because some people might be like, oh no, I don't like change. It's just so you know, like some, I don't want to do this because it just yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen. Eventually, you will get used to it, to change, right? And it's always good to change. Yeah. And I know it's easier said than done. You know, when you're when a relationship is ending and there's children involved, it's hard. Um, There's a lot of like question marks and there's there's a lot. But uh, I think the, the sooner you sort of surrender, stop resisting, really focus on the blessings, you know, focus on the fact that you do have these like beautiful children or child together. Um, and, and, you know, and, and be open to the, 
to the future or whatever it may bring. I think the sooner you can turn that around, the better. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's what I think that's the thing about being older for me is like I can flip it a lot faster. I can flip yeah. the bad yeah. things or the bad feelings or the bad, you know, bad, quote unquote bad. You know, I don't know what's bad really at this point. I just feel like it's all, a, again, a redirection. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I look at it that way. And so even this fa- this phase of our relationship right now, I mean, we got an incredible second daughter and the relationship with between my two daughters is amazing the fact that my my older daughter has a sibling amazing all of that is just amazing how could i ever you know like how could i how could i ever regret this life or you know or anything it's do just you amazing. practice some sort of meditation or i was gonna ask you <laughs> What do you do to be like this? I have no time for meditation. I have no time. <laughs> do you read I mean, anything I that do. helps you get centered? Or is there anything that you... Kinda, yeah. So I definitely want to meditate. I'm going to put that out there, okay? <laughs> so, um, but um, but yeah, I mean, I do... I I um, I really love uh, Marianne Williamson's... Uh, um, the her like her work on miracles mm-hmm. on the course of miracles um i love her i like like that i did that shift once where i just started believing in miracles and literally miracles started showing up you know so mm-hmm. i do i'm very much a part of that whole you know um kind of wave of thinking you know um like kind of you know that law positive thinking law of attraction i i practice that every day like i repro i've i feel like i have reprogrammed all the voices in my head from middle school (laughs) (laughs) so to be to just um uh to not allow myself you know because i think you know and i think latinas we grow up with a lot of like harsh like self-criticism <laughs> and like voices you know there's a lot of like negative negativity not like not to be hard on our moms or grandmas but there's just I guess there was just something generationally where um we were taught a lot of like fear and mm-hmm. hesitation and self-questioning and um you know believing things are possible when they you know which is funny because at the same time you know our moms and grandmas are also like hustling and making things happen (laughs) so it's like this sort of funny dichotomy um but I think like I know I grew up with that and I had to deprogram a lot you know and I did a lot of reading you know I do you know I do pray um I don't necessarily like belong to a religion but I you know I very much subscribe to that that Mm -hmm. sort of positive life positive thinking like just that power of like shifting my energy is is really important to me in career and motherhood and relationships you know personal life so yeah and you know and I think when you hit hard times and you are forced to change like if you're not listening like the universe is just going to keep like knocking it into your head like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah. gonna change like and if you're trying to take a left here sorry we're gonna like make you go right you know <laughs> so um, my life has done that for me so now I'm just I'm a lot more receptive and you're I open surrender. to whatever's coming your way I'm very open yeah I'm very open I definitely have a vision and you know I, I try to be very clear about my intentions and my vision but I'm also very receptive so yeah I love that Oh, well, with that, let's just take a break <laughs> and come back with Super Mama Pick or Tip of the Week. We'll be right back. And we're back with your Super Mama Pick or Tip of the Week. Our favorite set. What have we bought lately? <laughs> No, not just bought, but like bought and loved. Bought and loved. Not like we waste buy a of lot money. Of things, but like just. <laughs> Not like waste my money. Uh, Anna? Um, okay. Let's start with you. Besides your cha-cha covers. Uh, yes. Uh, my pick of the week is uh, cha-cha covers nail decals. No. <laughs> Find them at cha-chacovers.com. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So I think one of my favorite baby items, there's so many new baby items since I so had a baby nine, yeah. nine years ago, right? Um, and I don't know if this is new or not, but it's this this nuke baby smasher have you guys seen this no it's like we smash it's like a molcajete what <laughs> like literally look at it it's so cute oh. so anyway this <laughs> the because okay my baby has never liked purees like ever and she finally has two teeth thank god she's one and almost one and she's finally getting her teeth but anyway i i have to like smash up food and she likes texture she likes like kind of dense texture and so i put this thing in like in a plastic bag and i take it to like whole foods and get some like beans and chicken and just 
molcajete, like just mash it up, mash it up in this thing. And I take it everywhere with me. And like basically she shares a lot of the food that I eat. So that's incredible. I love it. I really love it. Easy to clean and very portable and easier than like getting a little molinitos like, you know, they have before. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is like I was trying to blend. still texture. But it's hard to blend like little servings. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of sharing a lot of food with her. I don't know. I think with your second one, you kind of get a little more adventurous. And so... A lot more. Yeah. And so <laughs> I kind of give her everything. At this point, she just eats everything. And I just... I mean, obviously, you know, not too much sodium or sugar or things like that. But um, but yeah, so I love that product. And that's my tip. That's Ooh, really product cool. Product-wise. I like that. Okay, second. Yeah. Okay, this is like my life, my life hack tip, uh-huh. which is... Have a baby when you have a nine-year-old. I have a nine-year-old. <laughs> I have a nine. I had. I had my no, no, no. My second daughter at she's nine, and you know the, the baby was born. And people, I think people were like very skeptical, like, oh, that's you're starting all over, and there's you're so far. They're gonna grow up so far apart. Honestly, I think it's like the best thing in the world. Like really? my daughter takes such good care of her sister helps so much it's like having a just like a third parent in a way you know yeah. not that i'm like here watch her like that you know i like, mean she could <laughs> but she could I would totally yeah. yeah i mean Paulina was like eight <laughs> taking seven taking care of us yeah and so Talk i talked to, to a, for that <laughs> i talked to a lot of people who have that gap and they all rave about it so i'm like well, yeah. how come no one ever shared this before you know I and mean, we didn't plan this but it actually turned out to be a really great thing having noted having a baby and a nine-year-old yeah yeah when, my, when my little sister was, was born i was 11 so I'm pretty much you know yeah. my mom was like here take care of this child yeah i was like okay <laughs> yeah i mean our, our daughter does almost everything except we, we don't make her change her, her diaper but um but a lot of people do you're but like I, but i should i know you're like <laughs> now that i think about it <laughs> yeah but she's so great with her and you know things like moms complain like i can't I can't take a shower. I can go, can't go to the bathroom. I'm like, I can. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, that is I'm so like, true. Come, Fatima, come here. Can you just watch your sister for a minute? And I'll, you know, leave for three three minutes and it'll be fine. And it's it's getting longer and longer now that the baby's like more, she's stronger mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously a little more independent. And then my daughter's getting older too. So they're, it's just great. I'm in love with the age gap. That tip, is so tip cool. Of the that, week. that is a great age gap. Too late for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I'm still, I'm, I can still do it. <laughs> you can still do it for sure. Well, let me, see, let me show, let me share my tip. Um, a few weeks back, we had a, um, a swim, uh, swim teacher, right? For, and uh, we were talking about life jackets. And this time that we went on a trip, I was trying to find something, something more comfortable with my, for my, for my little, for my little kid. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. most of the life jackets would go to her face and then she couldn't like really swim so she suggested that um we get the stern the the new life jackets that only go around the 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 stomach and the arms i got the stern's puddle it was just like a basic life jacket and it was the best thing ever because she was basically with that it was like a little part of her outfit the whole time and she it it didn't bother her she would Mm -hmm. eat and then jump on the pool and then get out and just and it was very comfortable it didn't get on the way and she was practically like she loved it she wasn't scared of the water because she never felt like she was gonna flip over or go too much to the front or too much to the back she just like she thinks she can swim Mm. (laughs) pretty much so and it was pretty comfortable and it was like um very compact we packed it like it was very compact as opposed to the other big life jackets yeah, awkward yeah they're they're like bulky and they just get on the way whenever the kids want to swim and i remember like one of the things that i didn't like about the other one was that there was a belt in between the legs mm. so my older daughter was always like ah, ow, it hurts mm-hmm. right because it, it tends to go up so with this one none of that happens mm-hmm. and my two-year-old was swimming in the big people pool all day long and i didn't have to worry about that so i if you're looking for a life jacket for a small children and this one i think goes from 30 to 60 pounds so they can use it and i think it's like very it's a very good um it's a very good option as opposed to the you know the old school life jackets it's called stern's puddle jumper basic life jacket but i believe that i got it at um they come from 14 dollars up oh what? yeah so the one i got mine at target i believe it was like 16 bucks oh nice yeah uh, my pick is going to be a foot peel. So 
I'm doing that. I have been practicing a lot of self-care lately. Mm. And one of the things that I've noticed is just like how like how my feet were just not getting the same love as the rest of my body. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to focus on my feet next month. And I'm going to get myself to get like soft feet. So I started doing research and I found this foot peel that's called baby foot. And... But it is kind of freaky. So I'll let you know, guys. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, okay? <laughs> what do you mean? So it's really, you get these two booties. Baby foot? Baby foot. Baby foot. Baby foot. Baby foot. Baby food? <laughs> Sorry, this is foot. an ESL crowd. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Baby foot. Uh, foot. Whatever. <laughs> so it's, um, so there are two little booties that come, they're plastic and they have gel inside. So you put them on and you, you know, tape them. I, I, I put some socks over it just so you can keep it in place. You put them and you keep them for an hour. So the best thing to do is for you to like be chilling, watching a movie and like not move. Okay. Yeah, see, like, I was like, my husband left me. No, my <laughs> husband left me with the baby while I had this foot peel. And I was just like, I can't walk. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And it was like not the business. But I was able to keep them on because of the socks. But do it at night when you're chilling, your baby's asleep, whatever. You take them off, you wash everything off, and you're going to be like, whoa, what's the big deal? Nothing happens. Like, I'm not peeling. Like, what's up? You wait five days later. Five days? Okay. Five days later, your skin keeps like just peels off to the point where it's kind of scary. Like, uh, like a piece of like a, a like a piece of skin. Like you know how when you like you have a little peel. Okay, pretend that in your entire foot. Like, like it was just. I was like, oh my oh. god! And, it, and in the and the sensitive parts was kind of freaky because it's like a piece of your skin is falling off. So it like you you peel off a layer of skin from your foot. Wow! But what after the? and the peel. I'm looking at your feet like. Okay, wait, and it's so see. funny because I went to the to get my nails done like the peeling lasts another week so i went like on the third day of my peeling to to get my pedicure and the girl was like and i had to explain to her what was happening to my foot because she was like uh your foot is falling apart yeah your foot's falling apart she was like oh my gosh but she was like oh but it's so soft i was like i know right she knows what's up yeah so um i used it again it's kind of it's it takes and it takes a week to. so that's kind of like the, the the negative side that it's like Basically, a two-week situation because <laughs> you wait a week for it to peel and then another week for it to fully peel. I mean, uh, and then my, the top of your foot starts peeling. Like, touch the top of my foot. Wow. How soft is that, right? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm touching your flesh. Yeah, it is? <laughs> I don't know. but um, No, I totally would need that. But I here's that. a tip. like, Don't use it like if you know you're going to be wearing like open-toe shoes to a wedding or something like in the next couple weeks. Or if you're going to be going somewhere where you're wearing open toe heels, because I went to an event and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> my skin was peeling, it was not cute, but at the end, it was worth it. it so. I mean, yeah, they are. Right? I mean, is it a good idea to do it right now in the summer then? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Or yes, because then you go to the beach and then you have soft ass feet. That is true. You know? Your no, feet that, are no, soft. no, because like now that I'm using, now that my feet are like giant size feet again and i'm only using sandals i have to really take care because now the back of my heels are getting like really rough again because of, you know, it's just exposed yeah exactly so in the summer the you're time. exposing out there so i mean just like you know and if you don't care that your feet's peeling and you're going somewhere it's cool <laughs> but i think for the just summer be careful just put on your feet and put on your face <laughs> oh yeah no no it's it's no i was like this this stuff is like powerful it's like dangerous wow um apparently you can do it like twice a year or three times a year oh. to continue like the softness situation going so i'm gonna do it again in the fall is it, is it why it's called baby foot because it's yeah como, como nalga de bebe, pero como pie de bebe. Uh -huh. mm, okay, i sometimes yeah. i touch my baby's foot and my foot at the same time and i'm like hmm, close, close. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never get there <laughs> oh my god that's a good tip so I that is it. my pick and tip thank you so much for being here anna also cha-cha also for the cha-cha the covers there's the so many different covers Let's talk about your covers so i'm holding the piñata su opa opaque opaque Mm -hmm. um, nail covers are sort of like an otomi pattern which is so cute I, I love there's it. a pretty cactus uh, clear nail decal I see right here a Ziggy Stardust David Bowie uh, I love it because I think that's my husband would probably wear that <laughs> he would totally be like let's put one on the baby <laughs> I totally I totally knew he was that 
She has a Wu Tang. She has she maybe has some dollar, dollar bills. <laughs> yeah, I love how you have Adele's Hello Nails, Amy <laughs> Amy Winehouse. That's pretty badass. Aquanet. She the also has El Chapo. El Chapo with some um, Mexican pesos. Like Tony Montana. <laughs> <gasps> I should put this Mexican pesos because I'm going to go to Mexico next week. <laughs> you have, I mean, you have a variety pack, which is actually kind of cool because that one has a virgen, has some uh, heart, heart, yeah. heart and fuego, Frank, corazón and fuego, grupo fuego. What are your bestsellers? Uh, definitely Emoji like fun. Um, Tupac is a bestseller. Tupac. Yeah, this movie came out. You know? I love um, the girl pinup ones, the Mexican pinup yeah, ones. A lot of oh, the Mexican I love designs. Yeah, so, was that your neck? Your neck? Your nickname, Chacha? No, although now everyone calls me Chacha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I just wanted. You know, I, I was thinking like Chacha is like a woman who like gets dolled up, wears like tacones, gets really? her nails done. It's like to be very Chacha, you know. And so I just and I wanted something that was Latina, but sort of implied like beauty and self-care Cute. And, yeah I and, like them. looking i was fly. looking at them earlier and i was like i want to eat one of those if i put those mexican sweets on my oh nails. my god <laughs> you have like a mexican sweet like abuelita and gancito, gancito. de la yeah. rosa <gasps> i know and i have pan dulce ones too i think yes. people just love anything oh my mexican, god the pan dulce a concha who does not want a concha in her nails <laughs> we should work on some michelada ones for real yeah for real <laughs> definitely this pablo escobar these nails look for years yeah yeah this is a um the the pablo escobar I like the background. um actually a nail a nail artist latina nail artist from ontario <laughs> asked me to make those and um she's amazing her name is yuli I think it Yuli G. Yuli Gonzalez or Nails by Yuli G on Instagram. Wow. She's so talented. Uh, so this is like something I love about my business is I've met so many amazing, you know, uh, nail artists and they're entrepreneurs themselves and they're very creative. I mean, the I say like the nail, the nail bed is basically like an art canvas. For yeah, them. for sure. And like they, they just take it to another level. I'd rather and, have the Wu-Tang than the Hello Kitty on my nails. Oh, yeah. And also sure. like the... Um, <laughs> It's just how, like, I think Instagram has just really changed the nail art game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Instagram is is a, a huge for my business. I want to get one, one, one of these. Yeah, Instagram is very important for me. You know, it's a, it's the way people find me, really, and the way I market. Do you do custom orders? I do. I do a lot of custom orders. So I do. I do like people's dogs. I do people's children. I That's do, what I was going to ask you. Yeah, I do like. <laughs> oh my God, Paulina! I mean, of I, you would I ask do that. engagement photos. I do engagement I do, photos on the nails. Yeah, oh, everything. Really? I do everything. And, uh, you know, again, like people's businesses, I do kind of like, like kind of private label nails, you know, for artists ask me to do, to, to, um, Oh, well, to we're going to check for some Galaguetza and some, I love Michelada nails, yeah. some Mole nails. Yeah. Okay. I also, you know, it's something. Some Supermama nails. Oh, yeah. we should totally Supermama nails. Yeah. I'm talking about like my <laughs> business. <laughs> I also, I also do nail bars. So I bring on nail techs and we do like nail bars for, you know, for companies that are doing events. And so I've done what? them for film premieres. Yeah, I've, I do. I do all of that. And I because I can make, you know, custom nail decals for a company. And then we bring in the nail bar and be all part of an experience. That is so like that's a, a huge party, party too. Yeah, it's a huge oh my part God. of my business. You just, totally you just give me an annoying idea. Yeah, so definitely find me on Instagram at Chacha Covers, all one word, chachacovers.com. And um, yeah, and just through there, basically. And if you ever need anything customized, just email me. All my information's on my Instagram. I have Instagram. a list already on my mind of everything. <laughs> I'm going to have Christian Velasquez on my nails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she said, wow. Well, because on the last episode, my sister was saying, saying how like I battered my husband. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I did not. So now you're going to batter him with his name in your nails. Oh, no. I, do not. I don't know if I want to be a I part told of this. Him, I told him that. You know, actually, I told him I was with my best friend and I told and I told her and she was like, I was there. I can vouch. It isn't true. I, you didn't do that to him. I don't feel bad for him. And I was like, thank you. You have my back. <laughs> Spoken like a true best friend. 
<laughs> She's obviously not your sister. <laughs> if I, you know, if I could tell you how many times. She wasn't there on the second labor. She was there on the second labor. Of course she was. She wasn't there on the first one, actually. Oh, that's true. See, guys, Risa just, she just. You were totally <laughs> battering <laughs> him. <laughs> Pobre Ramiro, que ir al baño. She didn't even let him go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, anyway. yeah, yeah. Where can you find us? <laughs> find us at underscore Supermamas on Instagram and Twitter, Supermamas Podcast on Facebook, and Supermamas.la. We will see you next week. Super, Super Mamas. Mamas! Bye! Super Mamas, Anna! Super Mamas! <laughs> <laughs>